Welcome to the Healing Journeys Today podcast. Today we've got an amazing message of hope and healing just for you. God's Word never returns to Him void, so let this message sink deep into your heart so that you can walk out your complete healing journey today. Hi, my name is Mary Catherine Schutz. Welcome to Healing Journeys Today. Um, this week I want to talk about righteousness. This is something that um, over the last 11 years I have been studying, meditating on, seeking, um, because it is pivotal to walking the victorious, the victorious life. And so um, I just really believe in my heart that righteousness, the knowing that we have the gift of righteousness is a key to walking in victory. And so um, let's dive right in. Uh, first of all, let's define righteousness. I have made myself a little magnet for my fridge. Um, the Greek word of righteousness from the New Testament and the Hebrew word for righteousness in the Old Testament. So let's start with the Greek. I don't know how to pronounce it. It's like dikaiosune, something like that. It means the state of him who is as he ought to be, the condition acceptable to God, a state approved by God, integrity, virtue, purity of life, rightness, correctness of thinking, feeling, and acting. So that's the Greek definition. The Hebrew definition is to to Sedekah, something. <laughs> oh, I would love to know Hebrew. Okay, it means justice, truthfulness, ethically right, vindicated, justification, salvation, prosperity, righteous acts, rightness, and virtue. So, righteousness. If you are a believer in Jesus, and you all can be if you're not, you just believe on him you are made righteous in God's sight and this has nothing to do with us trying to be righteous or trying to act righteous no this is an actual gift of righteousness that we receive when we become born again and I just want to encourage all of us to get this revelation because um, well, first of all, let me just show you in the Word that you are righteous. If you're a believer, you are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. So let's start with, um, first with Romans 1, 16. Um, it's that Paul is saying, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God to salvation for everyone who believes, for the Jew first and also for the Greek. In verse 17, it says, for in it, the gospel. So in the gospel, the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith. As it is written, the just shall live by faith. So it's like it's being uncovered when we um, become believers in Christ. The righteousness of God. And, and so... Then in Isaiah 54, 
Let's go to Isaiah 54, um, 14. And this is after Isaiah 53, which is um, when it talks about Jesus being, dying for our sins and, and taking on sickness and pain. So it's like 54 is after 53. So this is after he died on the cross for us. Um, so Isaiah 54, 14 says, In righteousness... <laughs> You shall be established. You shall be far from oppression, for you shall not fear. And from terror, for it shall not come near you. Then you scoot down to verse 17. It says, No weapon formed against you shall prosper, and every tongue which rises against you in judgment you shall condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. And their righteousness is from me, says the Lord. It is a gift from God when we believed on his son. And so let's go to um, 2 Corinthians 5. Another beautiful passage about righteousness. 2 Corinthians 5.21 says, For he talking about God, made him, talking about Jesus, for he made him who knew no sin to be sinned for us. This is the gospel. This is what Jesus did on that cross for us. He became sin and he knew no sin. That we might become the righteousness of God in him. So when we put our, our belief on him and receive salvation, he literally exchanges places with us. He took sin, he became sin in our place, and he gave us his place of righteousness. It is the gospel. He sees you just as you ought to be. God sees you in the condition that's acceptable to him. God sees you approved. He proves you. You're full of integrity, virtue, purity of life, rightness, correctness of thinking, feeling, and acting. It, it's too good to be true. Because in our flesh, in the natural, we mess up. Um, but this righteousness is a gift. And I'll show you another scripture to prove that. But it's something that we just receive. Just as Jesus received sin on his body and he never sinned, we receive his righteousness even though we aren't righteous all the time in the natural. Um, daily, we mess up. Um, I know I do. Um, but his righteousness is a gift. And so this is how God sees us. And let me, let me keep showing you in the word. Um, oh, yes. Now I remember. Five, uh, go, let's go to Romans 5. This is probably, I have so many favorite scriptures. This is another favorite scripture. Go to Romans 5, verse 17, and it says, For if by the one man's offense, talking about Adam in the garden, and we're all sons of Adam when we're born. So before we're born again, we are sons of Adam. So for, for if by the one man's offense, death reigned through the one, much more those who receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness 
will reign in life through the one Jesus Christ. So with a revelation of this righteousness, we will learn how to reign in life. And that word reign is like um, reigning like a king. A king's word is powerful. A king will speak and it happens. And that's how we're supposed to live. So if we have symptoms on our body, we are, when we receive the abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness and we are, we have this revelation, we can reign in life, which means we can speak to our bodies and say, okay, symptoms get off in the name of Jesus. Um, this is just one of my favorite scriptures to meditate on. And then let's go to another favorite, Isaiah 61. I'm just trying to show you that God, how God sees us. He sees you and he sees me. This way, go to Isaiah 61.10. I will greatly rejoice in the Lord. My soul shall be joyful in my God, for he has clothed me with the garments of salvation. He has covered me with the robe of righteousness. He's covered us in rightness, in um, justice, truthfulness, salvation, prosperity, righteous acts, rightness, purity of life. He has clothed us in perfection. And so God sees us this way. It's time for you and I to see ourselves this way. Why is this so important? It's it's because we are as we think. Even though God sees us as righteous, if we don't see ourselves as righteous, it will stop um, the blessed, like the promises of God, the blessings of God, because Proverbs 23, 7, where is it? Proverbs um, 23, 7. We have to go there again. I know I went there last week, but... It's just so good. Um, for as, it, as he thinks in his heart, so is he. So, even though God sees us as righteous, but in our hearts and our thoughts, we don't see ourselves as righteous. We see ourselves as guilty and condemned and full of shame. Because let's face it, we all mess up. Um, I know I have messed up so bad in my life, but God, Jesus himself took all the sin, that all my mess ups from my past, my present, and my future mess ups, and he took them to the grave, and he rose again without them. Like he paid for all of our mess ups. And so as a man thinks, so is he, and here in Proverbs 23, 7, what we are, what we think. And so I just, this is something that I'm going to do for the rest of my life is, is meditate on his gift of righteousness. And Jesus himself even says it. So let's go to Matthew verse six, Jesus's own words. Look what he says, Matthew six. Okay, verse 33. Well, first of all, oh, this whole passage is amazing. 
Jesus is talking about, um, well, I'm just going to read it. Let's go, let's start up at um, verse 25. Therefore I say to you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Do you remember what we're clothed in? <laughs> we're clothed in salvation and covered in a robe of righteousness. So just remember that. Look at the birds of the air, for they neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? Which of you, by worrying, can add one cubit to his stature? So why do you worry about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor, nor spin. And yet I say to you that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. So verse 30. Now if God so clothes the grass of the field, which today is and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? Therefore, do not worry, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For after all these things the Gentiles seek, for your heavenly Father knows that you need all of these things. So he's talking about everything pertaining to life, what we need to eat, drink, and wear. And he says, don't worry about those things. Jesus says, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, that gift of righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow. Uh, like this, like it's out of Jesus's own mouth. So he says, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. So one of my favorite things to do is to look up words in the Greek. Now that word seek literally means to, I know I have it here somewhere. That word seek literally means to demand, crave, um, seek as if you're going to find it. <laughs> like really go after the kingdom of God and his righteousness. So I do want to just briefly touch on kingdom of God because these two things are so important to living life victoriously. Jesus says it himself. Don't worry about all these things that you need to live. Only do one thing and that's seek first before anything else, the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And so let's, let's just define that. What is the kingdom of God? Well, I love how the Bible will define the Bible. So the kingdom of God is, let's, we find the definition in Romans 14, 17. Okay. Romans 14, 17 says, For the kingdom of God is, I love it, not eating and drinking, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. I also looked up the word um, kingdom in the Greek. 
and it literally means royal power, kingship, dominion, rule. It's not to be confused with an actual kingdom, but rather the right or the authority to rule over a kingdom. The royal power of Jesus, the royal power um, bestowed on Christians, that Jesus has given us his authority. Um, so it's, it's the realm of the, that we have authority over. So Jesus is like, okay, don't worry about what you might want to eat, drink, and wear, like things to live, but seek first the kingdom of God. Seek his authority. Seek his, um, well, the kingdom of God is his righteousness and joy and peace in the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit is a key, key uh, to living victoriously. If you're not baptized in the Holy Spirit, um, I liken it to when we become saved and we receive salvation, it's like drinking a cup of, of salvation. You're drinking it inside of you. When you're baptized in the Holy Spirit, you are jumping in to the, um, the power. So instead of just drinking a cup of it, you're actually immersing yourself in it. And all you have to do is just ask Ask and you will receive. Um, and we will talk more about that at another time. Um, and so, oh, so the kingdom of God, I, don't want, I do want to talk about that, but I want to really focus on the other part of this. The kingdom of God is so important because that's where our authority is. That is um, the power that God's given us. And Jesus is saying, seek it, demand it, crave it. Go after it like you're going to find it. So when he says seek, it literally, like, you, if you lost your car keys, you're not going to drive anywhere until you find those car keys. So you're going to seek those car keys in order to find them. That's what Jesus is saying. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. So get back to righteousness. Um, okay, why? <laughs> yes, it's a gift. Yes, it's it is everything that it's as we ought to be in God's sight. So the truth is, if you're a believer, you are righteous in his sight. We just need to believe it now. Because if we don't, then we're not worthy to receive the things, the good things he has for us, if that makes sense. Um, I know that was how it was for me. Uh, for most of my Christian life. I was a five-year-old Christian, but I never went after what Jesus did for me until I was 37 years old. And up until then, I was carrying around guilt and condemnation and shame um, just from bad decisions I made in my youth. And, um, wow, when I got a hold of this scripture of Jesus saying, Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, I dove in. And all of a sudden, I'm just seeing um, there's so much about righteousness. It's all over the Bible. <laughs> like, in fact, Jesus did not come out of that grave except because we were, we were justified. And if you look that word up, Justified means declared righteous. So Jesus died on that. He became sin. He died on the cross. 
went to the grave for three days, and he was raised for our justification because we're declared righteous. Like, it's done. Done. <laughs> and so, okay, look at this. This is fun. The righteous, if you, okay, if you're like um, looking shop, car shopping and say you like Jeep Wranglers or something, all of a sudden you see Jeep Wranglers everywhere. Okay, this is what righteousness has done with me. I see it now everywhere in the scriptures. It is everywhere. I was in Proverbs and um, all of a sudden righteousness righteousness kept jumping out and so i just wrote a few notes on it the righteous have all the fun and i'll show you why in proverbs um this is why jesus wants us to go after it okay the righteous um in verse let's see chapter 10 verse 6 the righteous are blessed in chapter 10 verse 25 it says the righteous have an everlasting foundation in chapter 10, verse 2, it says, The righteous are delivered from death. Thank you, Jesus. In chapter 11, verse 28, it says, The righteous will flourish like foliage. It will produce fruit. The righteousness leads to life. Um, righteousness has fruit, which is the tree of life. The root of the righteous cannot be moved. The righteous have right thoughts. The righteous, oh, this is good. This is chapter 12, Proverbs 12, verse 13. The righteous will come through trouble. So we, I mean, this, we live in a fallen world and trouble does come up in our life. But guess what? It says the righteous will come through trouble. That is a promise. All the promises of God are yes and amen. And so, let's see, in the house of the righteous, there's much treasure. The righteous are as bold as a lion. The desire of the righteous will be granted. <laughs> the mouth of the righteous is a well of life. It's full of wisdom. Thank you, Jesus. You know why? Because Jesus is our righteousness, and Jesus is our wisdom. The lips of the righteous feed many. The righteous will never be removed or let fall or dropped. Thank you, Jesus. He's always got us in his strong hands. Um, the righteous through, let's see, through knowledge, the righteous will be delivered. So anything that we're going through, that you're going through right now, meditate on these things. Seek first the kingdom of God, your authority, and his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you because it says the righteous through knowledge the righteous will be delivered they will be delivered from trouble the righteous will shall flourish like a palm tree that's in psalms 92 there's just wow the blessings are on the head of the righteous <laughs> and so I just want to encourage you and myself to um, just meditate on how God sees us. He sees you and I as righteous. And that means we are blessed. That means we are healed. That means we are prospered. 
He has done it all for us. And as a man thinks, so is he. Like, we have to be putting our thoughts on the Word of God, not on the cares of this world. Right now, I mean, wow. The things going on in this world are um, definitely a distraction. Pray um, for peace around the world, absolutely. But for you, the promises are yes and amen. The righteous will come through trouble. The righteous will flourish like foliage. Um, the righteous are blessed. And I just, I just want to remind you that every sickness and pain and disease is a curse. And we aren't cursed. We are not cursed. Jesus became a curse for us. And so means if we're not cursed, then we're blessed. And I just um, just want to encourage you all with digging into this and seeking first the kingdom of God and its righteousness and all these things will be added unto you. So there is just, um, wow, so much more that I could go into. But I do want to, I will continue with um, this at another time because <laughs> time is flying by um, so I do want to I'm just looking at my notes there's one more thing that I, I do want to say about keeping our minds on how God sees us <laughs> before I close um, if your dad put uh, say your dad put a hundred million dollars in your bank account how would you act <laughs> um, you would probably not worry about anything like bills and food and clothing and everything like that but what if you what if your dad put a hundred million dollars in your bank account and you didn't know it was there you would still continue living your life as we are now. And I just, God gave me um, that little analogy this morning as I was meditating on um, this gift of righteousness that if we know what we have, then we can receive it and walk in it. And if we don't know what we have, it just stops the promises of God working. And I, wow, I have to just wrap it up. Anyway, we're going to talk more about this um, next week. So I will, let's just pray and then we will um, go from there. All right. Thank you, Abba Father, so much for every listener right now. Lord, I thank you for your gospel, for in it, righteousness is revealed from faith to faith. Lord, I pray for the viewers and myself to continue to see ourselves how you see us. You have covered us in the robe of righteousness. We cannot mess up in your sight because Jesus already paid for every mess up. Lord, you've covered us and we're eternally righteous. 
And that means we are blessed and that we could receive the healing and the prosperity and the victory that you died to give us. Lord, I just pray for everyone that is going through trouble right now. Your word says the tr that the righteous will go through and be delivered from trouble. So I thank you that you are our victory. You are our wisdom to navigate through trouble. <laughs> and we will come out on the other side. So I just speak um, wholeness and healing over everyone listening, Lord, that needs um, a fresh revelation of your salvation, Lord. Today is the day of salvation. And I thank you so much for everything you did for us. At that cross, you became sin and you have made us righteous. So Lord, I thank you for that. And may we seek it and crave it and demand it and go after it. And all these things will be added unto us. In Jesus' name, amen. We hope you got some great nuggets of wisdom out of that teaching. Thank you for listening to the Healing Journeys Today podcast. And don't forget, you can find us live on Facebook and YouTube seven days a week. If you would like to donate, please go to www.healingjourneystoday.com. Isaiah 53.5 says, And by His stripes, we are healed. God bless you.